Welcome back to Tip Today. Are you considering ditching meat this new year? Well, maybe it's for your health or for the environment, but cutting animal products from your diet can be a tricky task at first. Veganuary is an event that encourages non-vegans to adopt a vegan diet during the month of January. Jerry Boland is the founder of and spokesperson for Animals Behind Closed Doors. He joins me on the line now. Jerry, good morning. Good morning, Alison. Good to talk to you this morning, Jerry. Now, can we start our first? Explain to listeners exactly what Veganuary is. Um, Veganuary, it's a UK um, charity, and it was founded um, only two, in eight years ago, actually. That's all, or nine years ago, two thousand and fourteen. And it um, essentially it is a charity which encourages people to give up eating meat and dairy for the whole month of January, a 31-day challenge. And what they do is, if you sign up for it, it's free. Um, if you sign up for it, they, and they've become very sophisticated, very streamlined, it's a fantastic organisation, they send you daily emails on, um, you know, practical emails on how you can give up eating, how you can become vegan, the dietary aspects of it, all the different aspects of it. And then they encourage you, obviously, to run that into the rest of your life, basically. So last year, um, 620,000 people signed up for Veganuary. And I think they did, a, they did a survey afterwards. I think something like 80-something 80, 80 percent of people continued on with the vegan diet for the rest of the year. Um, so that's what it is. Um, it's mm. fairly new as an idea, and it's a brilliant way to start off the year. I've been vegan myself for a long, long time, long before Veganuary started. Um, but it's a fantastic initiative. There is a difference, isn't there, between vegetarian and vegan? Um, and I think people mix that up sometimes. Vegan isn't just meat. It, it's quite strict. Um, yeah, well, it's strict, yeah. If, if, you're, if you live as a vegan and a vegan lifestyle, you don't regard it as strict. But if you're coming from, you know, a meat-eating diet all of your life, and I, you know, I was a meat-eater myself for a long, long time, well, then it does seem, you know, pretty extreme, maybe. But it's yeah. not at all. Essentially, vegan is... A vegetarian, you, um, you you still consume products of animals like eggs and milk and cheese, etc. Um, but for, um, if you're following a vegan lifestyle, um, you exclude all animal products from your diet and also from your clothing and from you know from your lifestyle. It's it, it, it's kind of a way of life as opposed to just a specifically a diet. It's not just a diet. It's a way. It's a compassionate way of living. That that's the way I would look at it. So I presume then, Jerry, that means no leather when it comes to clothing. What else are you limited to then with clothing? Um, well, um, it's no animal products at all, yeah. if, if possible. Like so, no wool, obviously. Yeah. No, um, um, because at the end of the day, Alison, and you know, people know this. The end result for all animals is the slaughterhouse. So. You know, we raise our animals for wool, but we slaughter them then when you know when we're done with them. So, but can the I vegan ask, life. Why, yeah. why wool? Because wool is like sheep aren't killed for wool. It actually benefits the sheep to shear them in in the summer. So, why would wool be included? Um, well, because sheep don't grow wool for us. They they do they grow wool to keep themselves warm, and um, we. At the end result is that the animal always goes to slaughter, you know. So, like, essentially, sheep are the, the part of the meat-eating machine, if you know what I mean. Like, they always end up going into the slaughterhouse. And, you know, we use their wool um, because it suits us. But actually, you know, it's it's not ours to use. That's that's the basic philosophy of the, of the, um, 
you know, of the vegan movement, just that animals are not here just for us to use and exploit. Um, yeah, but no, you know, I understand. But the, the only issue I have is is with wool because it benefits the sheep to shear them. If you weren't she- to shear a sheep, they'd be covered in maggots. They'd be uncomfortable. They'd get sores. So it, why not use the? If anything, you're kind of recycling a waste product. Would you not be? Or do I have a very well, romantic view of it? <laughs> no, you don't. Um, like it depends on where you're getting your wool from, of course, okay. as well, because a lot a lot of the wool that we use um, isn't Irish wool, although certainly some of it is. Um, a lot of the wool is imported. And um, so, for instance, there are massive welfare issues in relation to um, large-scale sheep farming in Australia, for instance, mm. um, where, you know, it definitely does not benefit the sheep in any shape or form to have them um, to have them in that industry because it's just a huge industry and there are huge welfare issues with that. So um, I suppose, you know... If, if you're a vegan, I can understand where you're coming from in relation to the wool. Um, but if you're a vegan, you just don't want to use anything to do with the animal. And um, if people want to use wool in some shape or form, like it's 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 a smaller element of it, but that yeah. definitely, yeah, uh, yeah, definitely. That so I, you know, I've been vegan for about thirty years. So, um, and when I gave up eating meat, I didn't really think of becoming vegan at all. In fact, um, it never occurred to me to be giving up wool or giving up leather. It's only when I kind of read about and and discovered more about the, you know, the whole industry and how exploitative and abusive it is of, of animals. And I know that's a view that a lot of people, your listeners, won't won't hold, but it's it's a view that I would hold and a lot of vegans would hold. Do you think that that's a natural progression, Jerry? That if you decide to go vegetarian um, and you, you you get passionate about it, you get more interested in it, that you naturally then will go more vegan. I think if you give up eating animals for the sake of the animals, I think the chances of you going down the vegan lifestyle is very high. I think if you give up eating animals for maybe health reasons or other reasons, that may not be the case. Mm. But I think there's so much information now in relation to, you know, the planet and the carbon footprint of animal agriculture generally. Um, I think now there is a there is a real impetus now for people to continue the journey so certainly people do give up eating meat, you know, in their teens or whatever, and then maybe a couple of years later they give, you know, they go back to eating meat. But my experience over 30 years of being a vegan is that almost every vegan I've ever met who gave it up for the animals, you know, ended up being vegan. And tell me about the benefits that you found in yourself when you went vegan. Well, physical health, mental health. Um, I felt much more alive. I felt um, much more mentally alert. Um, I have a lot of energy, you know, I'm in my 60s now and I'm extremely healthy. I don't really have any health issues at all. And um, so I found it, um, I, I found it quite um, astonishing, really, how, how much better I felt. Um, the other thing that happened with me is that I wasn't particularly interested in food when I gave up when I, you know, when I was eating meat. And when I became vegan, I... I became interested in food because I think you have to, in a sense, because, you know, I I don't recommend people to kind of give up eating meat and then just going into supermarkets and buying all, you know, the vegan sausages, etc. I don't think that's the way to go. So I think there is a bit of work to be done in relation to, you know, eating good food. So I eat, I do eat good food. So I became very interested in food and I became interested in cooking. And, you know, like cooking and eating is very much part of our lives and, you know, we've commodified it to such an extent now that we go into supermarkets and we just buy packaged stuff. So, yeah. 
I, you know, there's a lot to be said for taking the time to cook a nice meal. Can I be nice very? Ingredients. Can I be very nosy, Jerry, and ask you to take me through a typical day? What would you have for breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Um, well, there isn't a typical day with me, okay. so it depends, and it depends on what um, produce is available. I do try to buy locally as much as possible, but that's not always possible. I usually start the day with porridge and a juice. I usually have lemon juice, and I usually have toast and um, some kind of spread. There's lots of nice vegan spreads now. Um, and then I might snack during the day. I usually have a meal during the day. It could be a salad um, with quinoa or with millet or with any of those kind of things. And then at the evening time, I usually have a, um, you know, a proper meal around 6 o'clock, 7 o'clock. Um, and that could be a stir fry, could be a casserole, um, could be a roast. It could be lots of different things. So I do eat a wide range of food. Um, I eat a lot of grains. I eat a lot of um, nuts and seeds. Um, I eat a lot of pulses. Um, but quite a wide range of things. There was a time years ago where I used to eat brown rice nearly every day and um, I kind of went off that. So yeah. I eat a much a, more, a wider range of foods now. Like the great thing about veganism is that if you do, um, if you, any of your listeners are interested in signing up for veganism, as I said, it is free and I'm not promoting them because I'm not involved in the organisation. Um, the 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 amount of information you get, like on a daily basis, the emails, is really brilliant. It makes it very easy for you. Like, you know, 30 years ago or even 10 years ago, it was much more difficult to make the transition to, to veganism. But it's very, very easy now. OK. Um, is it difficult to eat out as a vegan or is that becoming mm. a bit easier? Oh, it's become much easier, Alison, much easier. It was difficult for a long, long time. Um, but there was a campaign run on the 1st of um, November last year. Um, World Vegan Day and I was involved in that campaign and um, what we did was we um, approached restaurants and cafes around the country and we asked them if they would be interested in uh, serving a signature vegan dish to celebrate World Vegan Day on the 1st of November and really almost every single cafe and restaurant we went into were um, very receptive of the idea and that's because they're getting a lot of vegans coming in all of the time now so it's it's rare enough to go into a restaurant now, certainly in the cities, it's almost mm. impossible where you wouldn't find it, um, at least one vegan dish on the menu. So it's it's becoming much easier. It's still a long way to go, but it's becoming much easier. People are definitely much more open to trying it, certainly. And if they like it, I think it's it probably makes that transition a bit easier, doesn't it? Well, I think it's a very positive thing to do. Like, you know, obviously, if you've been a meat eater all of your life, you listen to this conversation, you're probably saying, oh, no, not somebody else telling me what to eat. But it's really, um, it's it's a very positive change in your life, I think, because you're making a very compassionate choice. Um, you're not going to, you're no longer going to be involved in, complicit in any way in terms of animal slaughter. Um, you're going to be helping to protect the, um, the planet and the environment. And you are, if you eat well, you are going to be improving your human health. Your, your health is almost, there's so many studies done in relation to um, the health aspects of a, veg, of a vegan diet. Um, it, it, it can be, I'm not saying it is definitely going to be, it depends what you're going to eat. But if, we, if you eat well, um, you know, you're going to, um, you're going to live a very healthy life, I think. Yeah. Okay, Jerry. we'll have to leave it there for this morning. Great to talk to you today and Happy New Year. You too, thank you. All the best, thank you. That's Jerry Boland there, animal rights activist and uh, spokesperson and founder of Animals Behind Closed Doors.